I just, I, I can't, I, I cannot, I can't not cringe saying my hellos. I've been like singing hellos for like 20 minutes and I just can't get over it. Anyway, hello, how are we doing? I hope you're doing well. I hope this is finding you healthy, hydrated, happy, hopefully with some sun, well-fed, warm, I don't know. Um, how are we doing? I am doing very well. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, yeah, right now I should be finishing my feminist cinema paper, but I mentally can't. I'm so exhausted and yeah, I just, I just feel like coming here and talking to you for a little bit. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. Today I I I um I'm I'm <laughs> This is really hard to say, but today I'm going to be talking about something that I that I'm struggling with at the moment and something that I've been learning to navigate. However, I'm still I'm still learning from it and I'm still feeling it and I I have been talking to many people about it lately and I want to talk about friendship breakups because I've been living in Paris for two months now and I feel so lonely. I want to talk about friendship breakups because I think it's something that it's so common. It's such a such a general collective experience at this point that I feel like it still lacks a space in the daily discourse or in the um I don't know in general I feel like I don't hear about friendship breakups and how painful and how much hurt comes from a friendship breakup and I've been learning a lot about them and I've been learning how to deal with them and I feel that especially when you're in your I think it starts in your teens but I think when you're in your 20s there's I mean it's just full of friendship breakups I mean breakups in general I guess but it's a time where you figure out what kind of people you want around you the kind of the kind of person you want to be with the people you're sharing your time with, what they're giving you back, you're learning to set boundaries. And if you're not, then you're maybe at some point going to figure out how that's making you feel and the space, your space in society and your groups. And, and I think it's an era full of, full of learning and realization. So I want to talk about my experience today because I've been reflecting a lot on friendships and a lot on the pain that comes with a friendship breakup and how sometimes when it's not addressed it could carry along for months if not years but I'm just gonna use my example and say months because that's something that I'm going through at the moment so if you're navig if you're going through a friendship breakup at the moment I just want to say that I'm so sorry that you're going through that but you're not alone it's such 
it's such a common experience and there's so many different like it's such a tricky situation because it's not a general like you feel all sorts of ways it happens in all sorts of ways sometimes it's like abrupt and changes overnight and sometimes it just like dies slowly and it's it could result as a trauma and it could for sure traumatize people and trigger them and and everything and they might realize it as they're going through it they might realize it later but it's still a very uncomfortable and painful situation so I just want to validate and give space to those feelings right here because yeah it's really painful and I wish more people were talking about it I genuinely am coming here because I want to address something that I wish I could hear more about and learn more about and that I wish I had access to when I was in real pain about this so just to give a little bit of context I I think when I realized how hurtful this was because I think we associate breakups or you know emotional pain with romance and I think it could be very damaging just associating those emotions to romance because otherwise we ignore other other ways of experiencing pain and we kind of avoid them or don't address them so I think it's very it's it's just not really healthy associating these quote-unquote negative emotions to romance I think I don't think there's negative negative emotions but at the same time I think that everything like all relationships are complex and and beautiful and tricky and multifaceted so I think that not just romance deserves to have this like mm, this image of being something you work towards to to towards for towards to (laughs) towards for towards to anyway um yesterday I was talking to someone about how I've been struggling so much with my prepositions in English. Like, I was writing this paper and I was using Grammarly. Everybody shames me about Grammarly. I know that. I I, I know that. And sometimes I wish I... I th- That wasn't part of me. That wasn't part of my of my history, of my... But, but sometimes I just need to know where on and in go. Sometimes I forget about it. Sometimes I, I don't have the energy to go through it. Sometimes I... I don't know. I just can't. So I, I struggle with my prepositions sometimes. And yeah, so please in advance, please um, excuse my lack of perfect positioning and prepositions today. I can go back to high school when I realized how painful this was. I remember I was 16 and for the first time in, I mean, I, I don't know, since middle school, I had this like solid group of friends. And by solid, I mean, there were the school that I was in was very traditional, very old school. And we were in the same classrooms with the same people for years, like middle school and high school. Well, one year of high school. So like four years, I was in the same classroom with the same people seeing them every single day for four years. So, I mean, something came out of that, which was having a friend group. And so I had this solid group of friends from age 13 till 16. And so 
I, I was really attached to having a group of friends. I grew up moving to, from city to city. So I've, I've always struggled with the feeling of belonging. Like I truly never felt like I belonged. So as soon as something that gave me that reassurance came up, I would just like hold on to it. So in this case, it was my group of friends that I was really happy with. And then life happened. I don't know. You're immature and I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. And then we started having like arguments and like one thing led to another. And I was just like absolutely shattered. I was, I had like this like little high school romance. And <laughs> this person was just like absolutely like the most toxic person. And they were just like, talking things behind my back and my friends just got like really upset at me for things that weren't real just like really classic high school shit and so I remember that I was so devastated by this like I was so devastated by feeling left out and feeling like once again I didn't belong that I didn't have friends that no one had my back that I fell in a big depression I think for the first time in my I mean during my teenage years I I was in a lot of pain that was caused by some sort of external external situation happening at the same time as I was internalizing this experience. So I remember my mom just saw me in that state and she's always been a believer, a great believer in asking for and getting professional help. So that's when she suggested me to go to therapy And back then, it was still pretty stigmatized, and I was kind of, like, against it. I kind of wanted to keep it a secret. I was like, okay, I'll give it a go, but it's going to be a secret. I don't want anyone to be knowing about it. So I went to therapy for the first time because of friendship drama and because of, yeah, friendship, the this massive friendship breakup that was really shattering me. And the, and, and the truth is that friendship breakups reflect so much more than what they are in this case I can see now that I was grieving so much because not because I was losing those friends or because they showed me their real qualities or because I realized that they they're probably they were probably not as close or as good friends as I thought they were but it was more because of this sense of belonging that I thought I had or I was experiencing and then seeing that shattering crumbling in your face it's kind of a lot so I think I think those breakups those situations really point out to something bigger just like everything I guess but I remember going to therapy and I remember feeling so dumb and so immature and so I don't know I just felt ridiculous for going to therapy for to talk about my friendship drama my high school friendship drama I was so embarrassed and I remember that I, I mean, my, my, my idea of therapy was like, this is where couples, like married couples with children go, you know, like this is where people who've been through real trauma go. Like, why am I here? I'm literally just here because my mom drove me here. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to give it a go because my mom suggested it, but I didn't really believe that my reasons to be so sad and so depressed were big enough or worth talking about I mean especially paying someone to listen 
to this. So as I go into my therapy session and I have no idea how this is going to go, um, I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember if I did have in mind what I was going to talk about or if the therapist kind of um, kind of went into the topic. With, I don't know. I can't remember. But um, but yeah, that's how my first therapy. <laughs> that's my that's when my journey with therapy began. And I, I remember really enjoying it. I remember enjoying it because I I came with I came in with this idea of like, oh, my God, I'm so dumb. Why am I crying over, you know, like a, a friend circle, you know, just dissolving like this is so dumb. And then I remember leaving, feeling a, a sense of relief and understanding, which is what you should always feel or I mean, what you're supposed to feel when you go to therapy or you just like talk to someone and you release what you're thinking and you release the judgment of feeling a certain way. So I remember at this point realizing how it was a big deal for me and how it was way deeper than what I thought was happening. And so it gave me a lot of perspective and I started gaining perspective over this and I started getting a little bit stronger because I didn't want to go to school. Like this was really fucking me up. Like I didn't want to go to school and I didn't, like I remember going to the bathroom and just like crying every day in the bathroom. Like it was really bad. And so I ended up changing high schools and it was like the best decision of my life. Um, my parents, it took my, it took a depression and just me crying every day for my parents to realize that it was a big deal. So, so yeah. And I think Loki, my therapist, maybe talked to my parents. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I think I, I, in that moment, I realized how impactful it was for me and how, and how I might, how I could have this wound from my upbringing of feeling like I didn't belong, of feeling like I needed a circle, feeling like I just kind of like in that moment, something kind of like something came and kind of started showing me things that I that I was like, maybe someday I should look into those and try to see why they're hurting me or why they feel this way. And so as years passed by and I started meeting more people doing more things, um, putting myself out there. Cause I remember that after having this f- friendship breakup with like my group of friends from that time, I just fully like started from scratch, just like meeting people and like going like the opposite, just like full on social settings. And I don't know. Yeah. Just like wanting to meet people and doing things and stuff. Um, and, and yeah, I think that's also when I started traveling overseas. So it was kind of like an era where I was, um, yeah, meeting a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people, um, exchanging and I mean, yeah, just going from place to place, meeting a bunch of people. So, so yeah, this happens. And then I realized how, how, oh my God. Okay. I, I missed something really important at the same time as this was happening. I was I was breaking up with this person that I was with in high school. Like it was not really a big deal, but it was like my first kind of like romance like fling. I don't I don't know if it was a fling, but it was definitely something. Like when it comes to high school. So, I remember that as much as this heartbreak as this as this breakup was going on with like 
in a romantic way i was going through like this friendship breakup and i was like why do they both hurt as like as much you know like why is this so hurtful and so i realized that like breakups like either with like a friend or with you know like a romantic someone significant other it's kind of i mean like there's still relationships in your life you know and i was like i i think we are like underestimating the pain that comes from not being friends with someone anymore so that's when I realized it anyway so I start meeting a lot of people and then of course in your 20s and your early 20s I mean some people are kind of all over the place people come and go I moved many times I was never um in a single place for a lot for for a long time when I started traveling and moving around because I was like figuring out where I was gonna go so I met a lot of amazing people that I, 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 I had an amazing connection with that I became really close to, but then I would not see, I would not see them and I haven't seen them since, you know, and it's, I can't say that that's a breakup, but it for sure, it's, it's again more, it's, it's, it's a sort of pain that comes with being so, I don't know if familiar is the word, but being, but getting so close to someone in a non-romantic way and and missing them and grieving their their absence so when I yeah when I start uni when I start university in New Zealand and I start meeting people again and kind of you know just settling in in a new space that I'm gonna be living in for a little bit I start meeting again people um yeah and just getting immersed in different social circles and I once again start experiencing amazing months of a friendship and then things would end and then people kind of I don't know like I I went through more (laughs) I went through more uh, friendship breakups uh, during my time in uni and I can't say that when I mean breakup I don't mean necessarily things ending as drastically as they would in a relationship where I mean not all relationships are the same as well but like you know it's it was not like a breakup of like it's over blocking you from everywhere never seeing you again sort of thing it was just you know when like friendships like start dissolving so I think there's many different types of friendship breakups and there's many different reasons why they happen um I think I've experienced quite a few of them <laughs> and I'm going to talk about them today and maybe and kind of like about how I've been yeah healing and learning to navigate that awkward not awkward even uncomfortable experience uncomfortable and painful could be um so I think the classic one is people grow apart you know, you encounter someone at some stage in your life when you're probably needing company, you're needing a specific type of person around you, you either trauma bond with them or, you know, they remind you of someone, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> um, but then you grow apart, you know, it's like kind of like cir- very circumstantial, you meet someone, and then you hit it off, and then I don't know, things happen start evolving start getting better things change someone moves someone gets a new partner whatever and then things just move along as well so you move on at the at the same time um I think this is like quite common like I don't think this is I mean it's pretty painful but like at the same time it's quite 
inevitable even I don't know to me it was really hard to accept for sure that I was like oh damn like we're in such different like head spaces or you know like I don't know like they they're into different things that 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 I they're into different things that I'm not into right now or whatever so I think this is this is a reminder of how ever-changing we are and how and how humans are meant to be in movement and how we're always learning and expanding and and yeah in movement and I think it's quite inevitable and I think understanding that there's always we're always going to grow out of certain spaces and sometimes those spaces hold people and and at times we're not going to be able to bring them with us and that's okay that's absolutely okay it's happened to me in the past where I I guess a great example is childhood friends um I can't speak for everyone but um I feel like you disconnect from your childhood friends I mean you're like really close during childhood and then you disconnect and that at some point you reconnect again and it's very lovely having that special memory with someone or I don't know high school friend whatever it's like the case when friends reconnect after kind of having their time growing apart and then something draws them back together but I think it's just so normal and I think it's so okay to feel the grief and the pain and I think forcing things is way like ends up hurting more and the best way to the best way to be at peace with this is just releasing the expectation and and releasing the um, I don't know like this idea that we're supposed to be having this amazing group of friends or this like or be with so close with our friends from childhood or whatever I think it's so damaging that we've romanticized friendship and we've made we've attributed an image to friendship that that is very hurtful not everyone has access to that and not everyone's got that experience and I think it's very very painful to go through phases of your life where you might feel lonely as fuck and then you feel the pressure to have a group of friends or to have this perfect or I don't know whatever relationship with others so I think that, that that's one of the reasons why we hold on we hold on so tight to to the natural ways of life, I guess, which in this in this case it's like growing apart, moving on. Sometimes that happens with some people. With some others it's amazing because for some reason the chemistry and the energy, the vibe, the values, whatever the fuck it is, it just like stays the same and it's amazing because that just I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know what it is, but sometimes it happens like that and sometimes it happens the other way and either way it it's fine because it's natural. If it's natural, it's the best thing to let it be and accept that it's part of our human experience. That's all I can say. <laughs> um and it's to me it's it hurts, but it's kind of the most manageable one that I learned um when I precisely started going to therapy and I was like why are we not talking anymore why aren't we not friends anymore and yeah just letting go of this expectation was really helpful and it's something that I need to remind myself of every single day then we have the friendship breakups were 
this is something I've gone through so many times in my life and it's a friendship where in this case I'm going to talk about a specific case which is something that I've heard from my female friends as well that happens to them with guys I love having guy friends I absolutely love it like those platonic friendships are amazing and but I've been in so many situations and some of the ones that have hurt me the most were I found myself really uncomfortable realizing that my guy friend or a guy friend that I've had has different feelings to mine towards me and they might have another idea of where our friendship is going or you know they might try to make a move they might try to change the tone of the relationship they might want to go a little bit further they might want to whatever and then as soon as you set a boundary and you say no they're just like okay then then no you know what I mean and then they just like ghost you or step away from the relationship or it gets awkward I don't know that's been just one of them I still have not wrapped my mind about it because it's something that I I can't think of doing like I just could never do as soon as you set a boundary with someone they just get so offended or they're so proud I don't know I don't know what it is and they just like directly step away and then you're left wondering like oh wow was everything we had just like you were attracted to me and that's it and I was actually putting effort to nourish your friendship like is that actually it you know so I've been very hurt by those experiences because they absolutely make me wonder I'm like wow so was I the only person imagining that that this was going this was a friendship going both ways you know what I mean really bizarre experience and I don't know I don't have much to say about that if, if we're talking about attraction, it could happen with anyone, right? But I think that, like, in my case, I've been in, like, predatory circumstances where I feel that, I don't know, where I feel like it's not, it's just not safe for me to be there anymore or it's just not working. I don't know. And I just need to set a boundary and then I'm just, like, feeling tossed and it's really weird and yeah, I don't know what to say about it. It's very hurtful and it does happen. It is quite common. Um, I, I've been in situations like these where it's actually happened with both men and women. Sometimes, I mean, happens more commonly from my experience or perspective with when guys have this, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know with predatory people I, I predatory behavior maybe I don't know but it hurts a lot realizing that your friendship is just kind of relying on the attraction of the other person towards you so in this case I mean don't feel bad for setting your boundaries if you've set a boundary and people either res- disrespect them or feel offended by them or you know decide to step away or whatever thank them like that's a blessing because people who show these strange attitudes towards boundaries are most likely the people who benefit of you not having boundaries or not setting them so in this case I can see why those kinds of attitudes predatory behavior just kind of like I don't know it just kind of like 
thrives off not having any boundaries if that makes any sense I feel like this is kind of like a mess but anyway if you've gone through this I think that the only way to start making peace with this situation is accepting it and not feeling bad for loving even if you feel like you were the person who loved most there's never nothing wrong with that and uh, and you know I I feel for you but also also we need to realize that setting boundaries we should not feel guilty about it I think particularly as women we do feel guilty about saying no or about you know being too direct I think that we should remember that that yeah that always looking after ourselves in a relationship in a friendship looking after the person's feelings but also ours and if you ever feel uncomfortable and you just have to set a boundary that's for a reason and I think you should stick to your reasoning and your feeling so yeah never feel bad for setting your boundaries I think that when someone this is another example that I have when someone is disrespectful to you and someone is I don't know I think that once again drawing back from the idea of where the place where a friendship blossoms sometimes it blossoms from genuine interest and care genuine um, connection but some other times it blossoms from something else you know it blossoms from either not wanting to be alone and just you know forcing things with the first person he's I don't know whatever um whatever reason you know we must we must look at where things are coming from and what we are nurturing through our friendship or our connection with this person I think it's so important thinking particularly thinking I think the best advice that I've ever gotten and and that I do and I I'm, I still do it and I that's like such a great guide not just like follow your intuition, which I totally do, by the way, follow your intuition and and yeah, how you feel the person and like how you feel the interaction is going or is in general. But track, try to track how you feel when you are around this person. Because sometimes I think we don't notice enough, but like we feel either tired or we feel like not just physically, but mentally or emotionally or we feel drained. We might feel like it's just going like one sided. We might feel whatever way we might start feeling. I think it's really important to feel how we consistently feel around this person because sometimes for sure our friends might be going through some hard stuff and we are there for support. And of course, things are going to get a little bit, you know, probably a little bit heavier, a little bit more intense, they're going to be a little bit more irritable. We don't, I mean, I don't know, when people have issues, they have issues and they navigate and they're they're doing their best. But if this is something consistent, that you're feeling that it's just one sided, I think you should definitely look at how the place where it's coming from, probably how the friendship started or the reasons why they started or like the place you emotionally were at when it started I think there's many factors for you to consider and evaluate your relationship with the other person because I think that speaks a lot of the nature of your relationship I've been in situations where I have become friends with someone out of the loneliest places and like the just you know like when I'm like at my lowest point and I'm just like really upset and I want to talk talk to someone about like the worst things in life and that's the only way that we connect 
that's probably not going to be a positive influence for me in the long way. So that's, of course, an example of of a type of relationship that kind of fades away in time when you kind of either want to get to a better point in your life and you're like, okay, I'm kind of like done with, you know, talking or, you know, just looking at like the shitty aspects or like the negative things about this. Like I actually kind of want to move on. I want to change the way that I see things that I speak that I, you know, I, I grew up hearing that you, you are the five people that you're, that you're a mix of the five people you hang out the most with. And ever since I was just like, Oh my God, is that, if that's actually true, that's, that's pretty wild. You know, like I think, I think definitely there's an aspect, there's a, environment plays a really big role in how we feel how we do things what we think how we see the world um connections are so crucial to us and they're so they could be so nurturing but they could also be very damaging and they could also really shatter yeah just kind of like stop you from potentially growing out of something that you want to let go or release or or feelings that you want to stop feeding every day so I think that when a friendship ends because you start noticing that this person represents a part of your life that you don't want to participate anymore or you know like it represents um, a habit or it represents a lifestyle that you don't feel aligned with that is not healthy for you that it's hurting you that it's not what you want anymore I think this could also be very painful and really hard, especially because especially when with like, it's so conflictive saying toxic relationships, but like with relation with, with dysfunctional relationships, our brain gets addicted to the adrenaline that it releases when we're around drama and when we're around the toxicity or like you know whatever the stress the high levels of stress that some settings some environments trigger and we release this adrenaline that our brain is addicted to so it could be really hard it's like a drug it's like literally just like letting go of a substance that we become addicted to so it's of course really hard and stepping back gradually could be definitely the best way to go and it still could really hurt it could hurt so much it could really hurt and I think I think I think friendship breakups are really tough to navigate and I think that they might be really isolating as well especially because sometimes the people we're the closest to we could grow apart from as well and that could and that's just a really terrifying thought when you're very happy with your circle and your environment it doesn't mean that everybody that every single friendship ends I don't believe so I don't think so but at the same time I have grown apart from people who I've been so close with and that's been one of the most painful experiences of my life and I think for any kind of friendship breakup just because I'm not going to mention all of them it's just so many so many particular situations and just like so hard to label and talk about especially from experience I don't want to fully project my own personal experience in here but um I've been through so much pain through so much pain from you know not being 
friends with someone who I've been so close with in the past and who represents an era of my life that I loved very much and that I miss at times you know it's like I think we all have experienced that you know like the pain of you know like reminiscing and being like oh my god like what happened you know like time just passes really just goes by really quickly and like sometimes you don't understand like the thing is like those breakups like could result in trauma and at the when they're happening like you just you just don't realize it till months later or until you realize that you might not you know be trusting people again as much as you did or you might not even be feeling like making friends anymore or you're not actively looking for friends and I think we can all we all have the right to grief in whatever way looks like for all of us I think it looks very different for people some people love you know I mean people do all sorts of different things for healing but you know some people take their time they might you know remove themselves from a social setting from friends of friends from you know or they might stay in the same friend group and you know it just I think it it works different with people but the biggest learning that I've done that I've made sorry with when it comes to friendships and yeah friendships that dissolve in time is treating treating all my relationships as if they were romantic relationships and what do I mean by this we have been programmed to have such an emphasis and like to put so much energy towards romantic connections special connections but I think that's something that we should also like that's a that's an idea that's a basis that we should use for every single con- relationship and connection that we have in our lives starting with our own self with our, with ourselves with our own relationship with ourselves <laughs> with <laughs> with ourselves okay and then we can apply that premise to a relationship with our friends with others around us with our community with our space in the world I don't know but like if we nurture our friendships and we put as much I mean maybe not as much energy but if we look at them as something fragile as something that is like a little plant I didn't mean fragile by something that can break but like think about a little plant okay just we have a little plant Every single connection in our life is a plant. So plants need sun, plants need water, they need healthy soil, they need, you know, all a series of environmental environmental care, but also love. (laughs) Uh, That didn't come out correctly. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. They need care and love and input and 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 work and nurturing so every single relationship in our lives no matter how deep or no matter how superficial it needs that and maybe it maybe it doesn't need it but it requires that in order to bloom to grow to be stronger to thrive to whatever so in the same way as it needs that once it ends, once a little plant dries out, once it's the winter 
and everyone is hibernating and our little house plants go to plant heaven, what happens? Well, we must honor the plant in the same way that we would honor any other of our plant babies. Oh my god, I'm delusional now. But that's what happens. I think we should honor every single past relationship or friendship breakup as we would if we were mm, as we were having a romantic breakup, which could be quote unquote a real breakup. Not that I don't believe that it's a real or non-real breakup, but a real breakup, okay? So I think that we might, by acknowledging that, you know, they're as uncomfortable, they could, not always, I mean, depends, but like, they could hurt as much. I mean, I've been in a friendship breakup where I felt so miserable. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I've gotten so depressed. I've been like, so miserable. Didn't have like a close friend for months and I was just really sad about it and I was just like oh my god I'm not gonna have friends again where's my sense of belonging so I think that when we go through a breakup breakups usually as painful and uncomfortable as they are they end up they end up showing us something and if we treat a friendship breakup like an opportunity for growth like an opportunity to reflect and learn and utilize that soil to reinforce it with minerals and plant something else. <laughs> My metaphors are so off today. I'm so sorry, everybody. But um, if we if you if we reutilize that that experience, um, you know, that grief grief can turn into something else. You know, like it's we need to see that as a phase. Okay friendship breakups it's a season a very uncomfortable season potentially full of pain but it's an it's an opportunity to, for growth just as a romantic breakup could be you know I'm pretty sure we've all experienced a sort of romantic breakup that once it's over and once it's long gone we're like oh my god I'm so happy that that actually ended you know what I mean so the same happens when we have a friendship breakup sometimes it's on our side. Sometimes it was probably us who needed, to, you know, to, I don't know, do something differently to learn, I don't know, whatever. But sometimes it's on them. Sometimes it's just like, and I'm not blaming here. I'm just saying that sometimes, you know, different reasons. And sometimes it's just life or sometimes it's like whatever the specific reason is. I think it's an opportunity to look at what that breakup is pointing towards to in ourselves. Once again, I'm going to go back to me feeling like that friendship that like me not being friends with my group anymore was just showing me that I was so hurt by this idea that I didn't belong, that I needed a group, that I needed, you know, like to have people around me to feel the validation of being, well, whatever. So asking questions without meaning to answer them. I think when we're navigating a moment of grief we can't be asking and aiming to answer questions from the same headspace that we ask from otherwise where is the growth when is the growth coming in you know what I mean like sometimes there's days months years where we ask things and then 
another day or month or year, we're going to get those answers, you know, like they come in different timings. But I think it's important to ask ourselves to ask and look at the relationship objectively, the, the relationship that faded away and be like, what is this showing me about myself? What is this showing me about my attachment style? What is this showing me about the way that I interact with the world? Because yes, they're so painful, but they, but they also are in some way a gift from the universe, from life, from whatever you believe in, from the cause effect thing. I don't know, but there has not been a single breakup that I've gone through. I mean, I've been through many. <laughs> there has not been a single breakup that I that I've gone through that I'm just left thinking like okay, this makes no sense. What was it for? I mean, at the time, it does feel like that. And I'm just like, I feel either so miserable, so upset, so anxious, so sad, so nervous. But then looking at that and looking at things, you can see that maybe not a particular reason was behind that. But it's about what you do with the grief and what you do with that space that someone leaves behind, you know? I think it's very important to see these space that pe- people occupy in your life, the space that you occupy in other people's lives, um, the kind of friends that you want around you, just the kind of people that you want around you. I think that me, I'm still in the hungover of a friendship breakup that I had recently, and I can only see now, months from it now, how much it affected me. And... I've had so many, such great learnings from there. And I've, yeah, I've reflected a lot about the kind of people that I want around me and how I embody, how I fulfill the space that a friendship occupies in other people's lives. So I think it's, it's really painful. And I think we should be talking more about this. And I think we should treat all the relationships in our lives, all the connections in our lives we should honor them and respect them for what they are. I think it's a great reminder of the healing and the happiness and the gratitude and all the amazing emotions that we feel when we are nurtured by our social circle. And I think it's a reminder, not just that we're alive, but yeah, that we are feeling things and that these emotions are pointing towards somewhere else somewhere it it goes deeper it's rooted in us and and I think this is something really important to mention as well if it starts happening as a pattern which has happened to me before I think learning to read the situations reflecting where things are coming from and like kind of like how we feel around those people and like how we behave around these kinds of people I think it also allows us to see if we if we have patterns if we connect with people through a trauma or through fulfilling uh, an idea about something that it's just not resonating with us or that it's incoherent. I think it's really important to to note that, to see if this is some sort of pattern or if this is something that is happening in your life very consistently and why it's happening. And if you're on the era of asking questions the 
best thing that I've learned is that like life is not static it just changes and I think that when we feel like there's eras where we have like a bunch of friends and like we might have a group and we might feel so fulfilled by our social circle I'm so jealous of the people who have this consistently and who have this sort of stability I personally don't and I mean right now it's an example I feel very lonely I don't have any friends right now physically with me all my good friends and close relationships are far away from me at the moment so and plus I'm on the hungover of a friendship breakup so I think that it's kind of like a mix of both you know of like still um digesting the grief and like reflecting well at the same time I'm trying to remind myself that this is just a temporary stage in my life because at some other point there's going to be a time when I'm finally healed from this and I'm once again open to connect with people in a deeper level and I'm once again I don't know like with more time and space to hold meaningful friendships not that I don't have it now but I guess I'm just dealing with still with moving countries (laughs) trying to get my life together um If you're feeling, yeah, if you're going through a lonely moment in your life, I absolutely feel you and you're not, you're not alone. Um, I know it sounds like a joke and it's really dumb to think sometimes, but you're not alone. So many people feel so lonely every single day and they feel lonely when they're surrounded by people when they're by themselves it's it's a feeling that does not necessarily point towards the amount of people we have around us so I think also starting to dissolve those ideas that we've been taught and we've been reinforcing every day through shows and social media about what a friendship what a healthy friendship life healthy friendship is or what a social life is I don't know anyway that's definitely something that's really affected me and that I'm like learning to I'm like on programming my on programming deep yeah my brain to kind of let go of that those ideas that are really hurting me at the moment like comparing like oh my god like that group of friends and like oh my god yeah whatever and now I'm like oh wow like I made a friend today and it's just one friend versus the 20 friends that my friends have. Anyway, let me think, let me, (laughs) let me know what you think. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how you feel about this. Um, probably it's just me, you know, probably I just sat down here to spill my guts about my feelings, but most likely you might have experienced this and if you're also going through it, I am sending you a big hug as well. Um, yeah, let me know what you think. Um, don't forget that uh, we have a Patreon and we have weekly, sorry, monthly journaling sessions. And yeah, I'm really happy for people listening. Thank you so much for doing so and texting me. That's really nice. That actually makes me very happy. And yeah, follow me follow the podcast at Amora Podcast. If you love the show, please share it. Please uh, give it, rate it. I was going to suggest giving it five stars, but like, who am I to 
say that but rate it and yes thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a wonderful rest of your week rest of your month and we'll talk again soon bye bye